what is going on everyone welcome to episode one of the breakdown sportscast i am your host Corey willis i hope everyone is doing well you know getting hydrated out here in this heat i'm out here in this texas heat right now and i'm telling you i am just just melting each day but i'm glad to be here on the podcast with y'all um here with my co-host my homie chris bolton what's going on chris hey man what's going on Corey? i'm doing great man hey happy to be on let's 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 make some magic let's get after it absolutely absolutely as always my friend it's always yes, good sir. to talk sports i mean look it's college football season we are here feels like i was talking to my brother last night and he he had made a joke about like it feel like it was like 20 30 years since um georgia uh repeated that national championship on tcu yeah oh my god we've been waiting for this i know Um, been waiting for this moment it's good to 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 get in the lab and, and to talk you know college football with you you know we go back to mississippi state our days as Bulldogs. Absolutely. Talk, talking about, and then we were living the glory years back then, man, the Dak years. Oh, that so, 2014 uh, we, season. <laughs> we, we, we got to see some great football in person and, and, and cover some um, some very interesting teams. So it's, it's going to be fun to get back after it. And 2023, man, this should be a – it's going to be an interesting season. You know, yeah. we saw some, some high-end talent leave to the NFL. We've seen guys transfer – We've seen some some elite freshmen come in to, to some big time programs too. So you you get a little bit of everything. So it's it's gonna be a fun year this year. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm I'm very much excited. Very much excited. It's I, like I said, I've just been waiting ever since we've gotten out of the national championship with Georgia winning again. Of course, you know, shout out to the Georgia Bulldogs for what they did. Um, put on a shellacking against TCU. Man, that, was, that was rough. I know. That was rough. I think after the first the first five minutes of the game, we all sat back and we was like, ooh. <laughs> we, we, I think we know how this is going to go. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. But, um, but yeah, um, it was great to be back on, on the show talking college football. Um, we got a lot of topics to talk about, Chris. It, it seems like with – you know, conference realignment news and just, you know, you know, SEC media days was a couple of weeks ago. And, and now the AP um, polls are out, which, you know, that could, that could take be for it forever. Yeah. Take it for whatever it's worth. You mm-hmm. know, preseason polls. We know how that goes. But yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, um, but yeah, like, um, it's been a lot of, a lot of news, um, out in the college football space um we'll start with probably what shocked me um before we started recording chris um mm-hmm. some of the big big recruiting news out of the sec we have five-star camarian franklin out of late former at mississippi um he's mm-hmm. part of the class of 2024 um so he is a senior he committed to old miss can you believe that Man, that's that's a big gift for Ole Miss, man. That's that's Ole Miss for you, though. They they that's Lane working his magic, you exactly. know, um, and pulling in a, a big time recruit. Uh, it's just kind of interesting now seeing how the Mississippi recruits go. 
Um, I feel like for us, when we were coming up, if you were a top-end defensive lineman, you almost could go ahead and either slot them to Mississippi State or maybe they might go out of state and go mm-hmm. to, like, a, a Alabama or something like that. Um, you know, we've we seen some high-end guys who were uh, top players. And I what was the guy from Meridian? You know, you remember what I'm talking about? Um, uh, years back. He came in, He came out around the same time as Jeffrey Simmons. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, he went to Alabama. He went to Alabama. Yeah. yeah. Um, can't can't. But that, we, we've seen we've seen situations like yeah. that though, where someone you know a, a top end player in the state, they if they don't go to Mississippi State as a defensive lineman, then you might go. You might see them go to an Alabama or an Auburn or something like that. But yeah. man, this the, the 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 five stars going to Ole Miss. I that, that's, that stings a little bit if you're if you're a Mississippi State uh, fan, you know, say if you're a Bulldog supporter. Yeah, it does. Um, but it also does. Um, and I like to tell people this a lot of times. Um, just the strength that Mississippi has. Um, in, in terms of a recruiting pool, like mm-hmm. a lot of good talent in the state of Mississippi, and. You know, us as Mississippi State Bulldogs, of course. Hey, <laughs> you know, we, we know all about the talent pool in Mississippi, man. I yeah. Mean, look at the NFL. I mean, I, I mentioned Jeffrey Simmons. You also have Chris Jones, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Willie Gay Jr., Kansas City Chiefs, uh, linebacker. Um, you have A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf. I mean, all those guys, Mississippi guys. Really good um, players. I mean, we're we talking, you know, stars so so it's, it's a lot of legitimate talent coming out of the state of mississippi that's going on to the next level absolutely absolutely like you can't you can't deny it <laughs> that <laughs> that the the mm-hmm. talent pool in the state of mississippi is is so strong and you know well for Camarion, i mean he had offers from auburn miami tennessee alabama um you know the list goes on and on like a lot yeah. of people wanted this kid, and um, like like we said, it just shows the the testament of um, the coaching in the state of Mississippi. It's it's about as strong as you know any state in in America. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talk about um, Texas. You know, it, mm-hmm. I, you know me being here, just seeing that talent where so much talent. Um, mm-hmm. You know, out in California, you know they they have a lot of talent. Florida, um, yeah, um, Florida. I mean, even the 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 twin state to Mississippi, Alabama. Yeah, they, a lot of guys come out of Alabama. Um, Absolutely. Quinshawn Judkins, uh, I'm sure a guy we'll talk about later on in this podcast. That's mm-hmm. an Alabama player. Yeah. So um, this is there's there's some some talent in those other states, but Mississippi, man, you know we talk about fighters. Pound for pound, you know, such and such might be the best fighter. Pound for pound, when you look at the population, yeah. you know, Mississippi, you can put Mississippi right there with, with anybody in the country. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, it overall, it, it shows it shows that, you know, Mississippi has a knack for building talent like um, Kamir and Franklin, who you mentioned mm-hmm. um, earlier um, that came from Meridian, Raekwon Davis. Um, yes, yes. Yeah, that guy was a beast <laughs> in the state. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's you know it, 
shout uh, shout out to Ole Miss for you know getting a big time recruit in Kamir and Franklin. Big one for sure, for sure. That it, it, I think I feel like the class is already uh, top twenty mm-hmm. in 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 the country. This is just going to to further just shoot this class up when you get a a five star prospect like that to to sign. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, as of right now, um, I'm just looking on um on two four seven sports um on inside the rebels and right now they are in the top 25 ranked at number 24 overall okay. ranking but yeah this this is this is one that and they'll continue to get some more players but yeah this might put them in that top 20 then i figured they were a top 20 top 25 class mm-hmm. you know so yeah this yeah Right on brand for Lane Kiffin, man. He's been doing his thing when it comes to the, to the recruiting aspect um, ever since he he stepped foot in Oxford. Yes, yes. You you can't deny the magic that Lane Kiffin still has, Chris. He, he's he, he's he's still you know doing things in the recruiting trail. Like he's popping on Twitter. You know, it's it's a social media age. I'm sure yep. the recruits see that as well. You know, he's 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 a cool coach. So you know, it's. It, it, that also, I'm sure, helps in the recruiting um, aspect as well. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, so yeah. Um, congrats to Ole Miss and congrats to Camerian Franklin on um the commitment. For sure, for sure. So yeah. Um. So yeah, that was um big recruiting news today. Um, you want to talk about probably the most lengthy. Um, part of the show that he discusses um conference realignment. Ready Man, to talk uh, about that? I'm, I'm ready. Let's get into it. Okay. All right. So um, I know that everyone, if you, if you heard the news, of, of course, um, as we're getting um closer to week zero of um mm-hmm. of the college football season, we'll talk about that later on in the show. Um, conference realignment. People are dropping like flies <laughs> in college football, and I've never seen this before in my entire life. Where teams they do not like being where they're at in in their conferences in, anymore. They're looking to go elsewhere. They're looking to you know you know see other people. It's like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's it's not you, uh, Chris. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's what they say. That, that's what it uh, feels it's, like. It's, it's 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 the money. That's who it is. <laughs> the money it oversees everything. It overrules everything. Yes, we, we're, we're we're seeing the the Pac-12 in in just a matter of moments turn into the Pac-4. <laughs> I mean, it's it's insane, dog. You know, it's it's, it's crazy. It's it, crazy. It, it is. It is insane right now. I've never seen this before um, where, you know, it's just people are just dropping off like flies. Do do you have pulled up just exactly where the schools are going? So because we know. I can pull that up. um, Oregon and USC, Mm -hmm. they are joining the, uh, the Big Ten. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then and UCLA is also joining UCLA too, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So, and I think Stanford is somebody that's left like in limbo. 
yeah so right now you know as the joke is going on it's pretty much the the, the pack four right now where it's just <laughs> like four teams um i think it's oregon state oregon Stanford. State. Washington State, I think. Yes. It's, it's and or- California. Yeah. Yeah. So it's those four teams right now that um are just literally just by by themselves. By, by the lonesome, yeah. 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 So let me see if I can uh um... Colorado's going back to the Big Twelve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I think, you know, not every um you know, piece of should I say not every school's uh, departure is you know a bad move. I think Colorado going to the Big Twelve will only help them. Uh, with that makes sense. That's yeah. that's. I mean, if we're just keeping it a buck. That's where they always belong. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's, that's that's where they always belong. Um, I, I think so. Yeah, it's it's just these other schools. Like, man, USC in the Big Ten. <laughs> that 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 the the travel. You know, I mean, you gonna have schools like Washington too. Will be in the um. I believe Washington is going to be in the Big Ten as well. Just yeah. the travel that's going to be associated with these games. We're two people that we both grow up from Mississippi. Mm-hmm. We've always been invested as as young kids, mm-hmm. you know, in, in college football. And a big thing about college football is the rivalries, you know, or the being able to look at the schedule and you know, okay, we're about to play so and so this year, mm-hmm. and this is this is, happens every year. It's, it's locked in. We're either playing them at home or on the road. Right. Being able to drive to the game tailgate the game is in driving distance mm-hmm. it isn't a strain on the fans to go to the game whether it's 30 minutes down the road or an hour and a half two hours that's reasonable yeah but now i mean if you in washington and you you or you in oregon you ain't just pulling up to nebraska <laughs> or you, <laughs> you're not. You're not just pulling up to Michigan. You ain't just. We ain't. We're not just hopping in the car and making a trip to to, to Ann Arbor or anything <laughs> like that. There's no you way. Know, it's, <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this is really. It's it's messing up the core. I feel like of what college football is all about. It is. And I I hate to see it as someone that loves college football not only for Mike off the games we get to see, but the the way it is, My like the, the essence of college football, you know what I'm saying? Like where we really, we, 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 we lose the recipes. Yeah. It's, it's boiling all the way down to money and not about really the, 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 the pageantry and, and the people and the core of what college football has meant to so many fan bases year in and year out because at the end of the day there's only going to be one national champion exactly and we already know normally going to the season what four schools or what eight schools have a legitimate chance of winning mm-hmm. and that leaves the other what 200 plus they just you know we're, we're playing for for the fans for pride like we we already we kind of know you probably aren't going to win you know but 
you still want to go out here and represent and kind of beat up on the schools that are in your geographic area. Yeah. And that ain't about to be happening. We got Michigan flying out to Oregon to play each other and then USC making a trip to Ohio State. I mean, it's just, it's just, it, it was one thing when those two met up in the Rose Bowl. Now they're about to be in the same conference. It's, it's kind of, it's just kind of crazy. No, I, I agree. I agree. It's one thing to, you know, for, um, for me, and, and you could probably, um, you can probably understand where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. This is like, you know, you always have each season, like before all of this conference realignment mess was going on, you always had, you know, like these, um, big games where, you know, you can only see, you know, every a couple of few years, like a, mm-hmm. a USC playing against Alabama. Mm-hmm. Or you know a Michigan playing against like Oregon or something like that. Just something just or, like or the big one when we were growing crazy. up. Crazy when Ohio State scheduled Texas. Yeah. And and and, and Ohio uh, Texas went to what was that Vince Young then went to Ohio State and won in the shoe. Mm-hmm. And that was that was a huge one. I mean, you no know, games like that actually meant something. Right. The non-con games. Yeah. You 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 literally schedule your time during during the week of that game to be like I'm watching this game, I'm getting excited oh, yeah. about this game. I want to learn who these players are that are gonna be going against each other that they normally never do. You know, mm-hmm. this might be your your national championship game. Yeah, or it was a, a de facto national semifinal. You know. Whoever wins, if they win this one, they're going to win their conference. More yeah. likely, they in the national championship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and 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 look, yeah, I know, I know, folks are probably you know kind of saying, well, all of these things can still happen. They can. Um, you know, I mean, look, we've seen Alabama and Georgia, Alabama and LSU. You know, those teams are in the same conference go against each other in the national championship. And I know the 12-team playoff, you know, looming uh, among us, you know, we can probably, you know, still see these uh, matchups. It's just, you know, when it comes to the student-athlete, you know, at its core, you're asking them, like, the world right now to Man. travel across the country on a regular basis. It's not like it was just for the the Rose Bowl. You go into Pasadena, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You for for one game or mm-hmm. something. Um, right. It's 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 it's, it's really it's always in in a sense the college football landscape. In a sense, has always been like the NFL's minor league. Like, the, you know, uh, it's already been in a sense, like almost professional kind of, but it hasn't, but it has to some players, to some people. Right. It's already been like professional or to some teams, mm-hmm. but we're just putting it straight out there. Now, this is, <laughs> it, it's just, it, it's been plain sight. That is, that we semi like, pros you know, now. They play pro athletes now at this point in, yeah. in, a, in a sense. Yeah. It, it's, um, it's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. <laughs> like, like there's no, you know, 
no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like, you know, this is where it's become now. And, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I guess we'll look at this, you know, down the line and be like, oh, man, it did create, you know, like, better, you know, um, matchups, you know, more, um, you know, unpredictable um um things coming out of, of the season um but it's, I, it's possible I, I, charging battery at, but for at, at what what is is it really worth it though for the integrity of college football you know yeah. what i'm saying like i i think i think in 50 years we're going to look back and just be like man what happened <laughs> what you know happened? It, it could, there's a chance, like, there's so much money involved in college football right now, but maybe that was because of how things were. Yeah. Maybe now with these changes, who who knows? Charging maybe battery. the money that's, that's certain, you know, us you know, that's involved with the game now, who's to say it'll be the same cash cow now 50 years from now? Because yeah. we're, we're messing with the core. We really are, 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 are tweaking this this sport at its essence mm-hmm. and what, what college football is about. So I'm curious to see how everything plays out as time continues. Even on a lesser note, like with the SEC getting Texas and Oklahoma, acquiring those you know, those two teams joining the, uh, the league, the conference. Mm-hmm. That's that's messing things up too. Like, because now we're, we're getting the the three games that team, you know, instead of how things have always been, you can always lock in the SEC West. Everybody will play each other, and right. then you get your two East teams, and then vice versa. Mm-hmm. Things are being tweaked now to where Mississippi State and Kentucky aren't always going to play each other. That might be a one every seven, eight years kind of game now. Yeah, you know something like us, something like that, and that was a, for you know I feel like for fans of those schools that was a nice little uh, uh, by division uh, rivalry. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it was it was a nice matchup that you kind of look forward to seeing to, to playing uh, one another. Mm-hmm. It is is games like that that we're not going to be able to have on the regular anymore. We're not having Mississippi State and LSU on the regular, as as a uh, you know, with us being Mississippi State uh, graduates, we kind of understand the importance of that game. That was that's a big game. That those two teams have been playing each other. I feel like every year since the forties. Yeah, yeah, they've been playing <laughs> playing against each other for a long time, and you know, during like the DAC years and up to you know now. Um, that rivalry has really taken shape. Um, it's been competitive. Mississippi yeah. State has won some games. A- absolutely, and you know it. It it's a very important game for both teams because you kind of find out where both teams' heads are at. So for sure, because yeah. it is normally the third or fourth game of the season. It's, it's slated early in the schedule. Mm-hmm. For both teams, so it is like a litmus test to see, like, okay, is how 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 dominant is LSU going to be, 
or oh Mississippi State, they might they might be on to something this year. This might not be just your old six and six Mississippi State team. This might be a eight and four, nine and three, ten and two. You know, it it is a good measuring stick. Right. I agree. Yeah. It's yeah. it's um it, it, it's something else. And you know, I, I had the um I went ahead and, and showed just like the chart and mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so funny. It'll, I, like as soon as people make charts, they always change <laughs> like the day afterwards. It's like <laughs> like the big team here is like, oh, you might as well add a couple other schools in, <laughs> you know, because oh, you know, Oregon isn't isn't too happy right now. You know, Colorado's not mm-hmm. too happy right now. And then you know they up and leave, so it, it's it, it's a mess. We didn't even touch on Florida State. Yeah, them. <laughs> They're like Florida State. They they threatening to to bounce too. They like we need to pony up. We need some more money, man. Before we we we, <laughs> we head we head on out. Then if they head out and go somewhere else, who's to say we're gonna get Florida State Miami every year? Yeah. You know that's that's another rivalry that could be ending if the ACC goes into shambles and, and falls apart. Yeah. We, we It's been the power five all these years. It's, it can mess around and become the power three or the power two real quick. This could, this could become the AFC and the NFC, the college football. <laughs> you, you know, you know, Chris, my, my show, my old show used to be called the reign of five, right? Mm-hmm. College football destroyed that for me. You know? <laughs> There is no more right of five. There is no there's more. No more five, man. There's no more power five conferences anymore. It's just two, <laughs> two conferences, and everybody else. <laughs> exactly. If we're if we're being real, it's it, there's the SEC and there's the Big Ten. Well, the Big Ten was about to be the. We've had to change that name too. It's about to be the Big Twenty. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's, it's been is those those conferences and everybody else. Yeah, it's it's a mess. Yeah, I, I definitely have to say that it's it's definitely um, something that's very much unprecedented in college football. But um, you know, we'll have to see. How and it's only helping the bigger schools. Goes. You know, right. I mean, every everybody wants to feel like they have a chance to win, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's only helping your Ohio States, your Alabamas, your Georgias, you know, because they ain't nobody worried about where what conference they're going to be in. They, they, that's the Blue Bloods, the, the USC's, like, they're going to always be great. I know. So they, recruits can safely, top in recruits can safely go there knowing Ain't a, they ain't were affected by any of this. They gonna always be good. Exactly. But a school like Oklahoma State, something like that. I mean, that can really uh, truly affect recruiting for Oklahoma State, mm-hmm. uh, an Oregon State, um, a school like that, where you just don't know how you kind of, you you know you're kind of lower in the pecking order of things and. If your league all of a sudden dissolves, you trying to figure out where you left hanging, and now that just that just ruins your recruiting pitch. It 
Dude. I can't promise you we're gonna be one of the big in one of the big conferences. We don't know where we're gonna be at. We don't know. <laughs> let's just let's just roll the dice, shall we? Like, look, whatever happens, happens. You know? I'm, I'm gonna coach you good. Come here, I'm gonna make sure you get some good coaching. Exactly. That's why I can promise you. I can't promise you anything else. Exactly. You know that, that that's all I that's all I can give you. Look, we might go to the Cotton Bowl, but you know until <laughs> until you know then you know I gotta I gotta put y'all in the right direction. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So. <laughs> It ruins. It, it makes it that much harder to be a head coach or a coach for one of those universities. So, yeah. it's it's only helping the rich be richer. Yeah. yeah. No, I I totally agree. It, it's um, like I said, it's unprecedented times. It, it's it, it's crazy. It's it's even making um news anchors start to <laughs> go insane. And that, that's where I have to. But before we get off this topic, Chris, um. I was on YouTube um, the other day, just kind of getting different people's perspectives mm-hmm. on all of this, um, just because it's it's just so crazy. I was listening to Rich Eisen; he was just pretty much saying the same thing that we're talking about. Like, you know, you're asking a lot out of you know these you know eighteen, nineteen, you know twenty, twenty one year olds to go across country for these big games. And you know, like for us, uh, you can say like it's it's great, but man, it's it's a lot, and it's it's definitely all about money at the end of the day. But um, mm-hmm. there was a anchor out in the Bay Area, so in, in the San Francisco area, and he was talking about um, what was next for the Pac-12, and I, I thought that this clip was telling, <laughs> or or just where. It, the Pac-12 stand. So I'm just going to play it um, for everyone and um, then we'll we'll wrap up what he said and what we think. What should the Pac-12 leaders, whoever's left, what should they do next? Get some calculators out, guys, because here's how you make your case to get into the Big Ten and join your, your former buddies over there. You total up all of the travel costs West Coast, Midwest, West Coast, East Coast. For all of the teams in the conference, you may have 30 teams per school. Remember, the Big Ten teams, East Coast, Midwest, they're going to have to come West as well, so they're going to have huge expenses. This has to add up to tens of millions of dollars per year. Okay, so Cal and Stanford could use that as financial incentive to try to push their way into the Big Ten, convince them that they should want two of the great academic institutions in the country. We'll see. In lieu of that, Congress. Congress is holding hearings on name, image, and likeness. Because some people don't like the idea that the players should get paid for what they do on the field. Forget about NIL. Irrelevant. Okay? What Congress should be doing is calling in the TV executives, the conference commissioners, the school presidents, and the AD. Let's get testimony, open hearings, televised to all, and we'll find out who really orchestrated all this and how it could have been avoided, should have been avoided, and figure out what to do next. Because right now, it is just a mess. And I hope we see those hearings, because I guarantee you one thing. All those folks involved in putting all this together, the last thing they want to do is come out in public 
and have to explain themselves. So we'll see where this goes. All right. Um, yeah, that was the clip that came from sports anchor Larry Bell. Um, I'll put that link in the description. So, yeah, all he was pretty much saying was, you know, as as we heard him towards the end was pony up. <laughs> you know, if if this is what you really want, then OK, you know, you know, pony up, get the money, you know, Go wherever, wherever you want, because, you know, mm -hmm. at this point, I mean, Pac-12 kind of did it to themselves. So, you know, what, what can you say? Hey, so, I mean, he ain't lying. <laughs> so it's like, like we talked about, it's just a mess, um, unfortunately, that, you know, um, the <laughs> student athletes have to kind of go through that, so. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Man, I guess this is, so they get NIL money, I guess. But, hey, look. Hey, everybody on the team getting probably a certain base amount. This is what comes with it. Now you got to fly across the country, partner. You, know? <laughs> you, wanted, you wanted 50 racks? This is this. You got to go all the way out to Oregon and yep. come back. And then next weekend you go to USC. I mean, you know, this it is what it is. This this is the life you want. <laughs> this is the life right. you have to live now. So, so. You got your name, image, and likeness. Now what can you do for us? Yep. That, that's where <laughs> we're at now. That, <laughs> that's where we're at. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, that's that's pretty much the conference realignment um, news. We'll, we'll see what happens in about two days. <laughs> 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 you know, who knows? James Madison will come out and be like, you know what? I think we want to, you know, we want to be a part of the American Athletic Conference, you know? I think we can <laughs> we can go toe-to-toe with, um, <laughs> with Memphis and, and, and all of those teams. I I can't oh, even man. remember where, where James Madison is at. Are, are they with it? No, they're... Um, where is James? Who are they? Who are they with? That's a good question. <laughs> that does make you wonder. That's gonna, be, that's gonna be some good. We got some good Jeopardy questions cooking up now with all the conference realignment. That's gonna be uh, worth some money. Exactly. Exactly. No answers to that. I know. It's <laughs> just makes things uh, just makes things worse. Uh, but it, it does. No, they are. Um, I think they are still a part of the Sun Belt. Um, okay. Sun Belt, baby. Yeah. Southern they, Miss. Yeah, my <laughs> they in the Sun Belt now too. Shout out to the to the home team. Yeah, Southern Miss to the top. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, that's um that's pretty much conference realignment, um in college football. Um, so what do you you want to go ahead and um talk about SEC, SEC media days? Yeah, we we can dive into the SEC, talk about you know our thoughts and feelings. Yeah, um, like I said, man, it's gonna be a fun year. Uh, Georgia looking for the three peat. Mm -hmm. No, you know uh, they could have already three peated if they didn't give up that that touchdown pass to, to Tua <laughs> in the first championship game. But yeah, man, I mean that just goes to show just. Just how how dominant Kirby has been lately. He he has this thing rolling. Look, so, um, he is a beast right uh, right now. Um, in 
in coaching. Like when when players um, gravitate to a coach like that, you know, um, you just have a great program um, mm-hmm. all around, um, from the nutrition staff to the coaching staff to the players to the fans. Like you know, all of that comes together. And you know, it's it's really helping Georgia out right now. I know right at the moment they've been kind of, you know, figuring out the quarterback situation. They've been a little hush hush, but yeah. I, I think we all saw the G Day game. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure it's probably you know it's gonna, it's gonna be Carson Beck. I, I think so too. I, I think Carson Beck is is your best bet. Um, he's been uh, he's been with Kirby now. This will be. His third season mm-hmm. under Kirby, so he's he understands his expectations. I'm um, sure there's probably some some trust developed there. So and he's the older guy, so I feel like um, he'll he'll be given this offense initially, and if it looks a little shaky, then we might see um, somebody else possibly you know get a chance. But I think this will be I'm pretty sure this will be Carson's offense. Oh, under, yeah. uh, under under Coach Bobo, um, initially. So we'll we'll see how things go. I mean, you have all the talent, all the five star athletes in the world surrounding him. So I think he's if there's any quarterback, new coming quarterback that's put in a position to succeed, it's Carson Beck with all the talent Georgia has. Mm-hmm. So um, I expect him to be to be just fine though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No offense, I feel like in my heyday, I could I can get back there and I can I can get Georgia's about eight nine wins. And I ain't <laughs> I ain't nowhere near the top talent, top player that Carson Beck or the rest <laughs> of these guys are. But I mean, it's it, you're you're putting the position uh, position to succeed. Yeah, if you're playing at Georgia. No, no, um, no doubt. Like the the team, you know, the amount of players that had left last year in the in the team that they have this year, um, you know, they just reload. You know, they had yeah. a great recruiting class. What, did they finish? They finished number one last year. I want to say it was number one. Yeah. Um, they've had top five classes with the last. I probably say like seven years. Yeah. I think they've been outside the top five in the last seven years. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. I know. It, it's. It definitely is like they they really, um, you know, have shown that, you know, that they can stay, that they can hang with the Ohio States and the Alabamas. And I I mean, it's Georgia. I think I think Georgia, if we're being honest, is the premier college football program in the nation. Um, Alabama is still. One of your top blue bloods, and there's still a chance Alabama can maybe you know can win. They are a contender to win a national championship in a lot of people's eyes this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they will, <laughs> but uh, I, I think if we're just being honest, Georgia has established its stranglehold on college football, and I'm curious to see how this season plays out. But I don't think. I don't see anybody getting in the way of that. Me either. Me either. As as I'm seeing last year, um, Alabama did 
um, take they, the number one, one ranking okay. in um in recruiting last year. Um, so apologies about that. Oh, um, Georgia was number two, so <laughs> they weren't they weren't that far far apart. We knew that they were in the in the top two or top five, um, literally yeah, top they, five. Um, right. But but yeah, um, yeah, just the difference between Bama and Georgia. You know, it. I just see Georgia with what Kirby Smart said, and, and you know, mentioning like the quarterback battle right now. I, mean, I know some people might call it a controversy, but I think Carson Beck is is the guy that's and that's going to um, take the reign um, at quarterback this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just I just look at that team and I see, um, you know, a consistent program that's not going to let up yeah and they know what's at what's at state um they know they Mm -hmm. have a chance to three pre uh, three p and you know really make history um in athens and for sure for sure i I see i see georgia being the top well no no point intended being a top dog in the conference um i see I see LSU winning the West. I don't know who you have winning the West. That's why I, I, I'm curious about that. But I, I personally have LSU winning the West. Oh man. Well, um, for me, um, after SEC Media Days, the West, I will go. I will have to also go with LSU. I think I have I have LSU winning the West. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see. Year two of Harold Perkins. Um, that that man is that's just that's, he's a he's a different beast. Yeah, he's he's a different beast at linebacker. Um, he's he's going to be nice. I mean, then we also have Jaden Daniels. You know, coming returning at quarterback for LSU. Came out the scene last last season, like. It, and this I mean, was year one, yeah. Of of, of um, with, with with their coach, yeah, Brian Kelly, yeah, with Coach Kelly. So um, man, <laughs> and hey, last year he showed a lot of you know faith in in Jaden Daniels. Like you know, we came mm-hmm. in, we we saw Jaden Daniels as like um this tall. Skinny quarterback that you know you don't you don't you know necessarily look at quarterbacks being his size and his stature, um, maybe his size, but you know in, in terms of you know packing the weight, um, mm-hmm. you don't see guys like him at quarterback much in the SEC. You see, you know your Dak Prescott. Game, game's changing. Yeah, your um, your um, Jefferson. Yeah, yeah, Anthony Richardson's. Um Kellen Mond, he had good size as well. Yeah. Um guys like that. But yeah, you know, yeah. I mean we just saw Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. You know. So it is it's just a uh, college football is just con- football in, in general is just continuing to evolve and stuff. But mm-hmm. um I, I have L S U winning the West. Uh I have Alabama. I can really see Bama going nine and three in a regular season. 
I don't know. Really? I don't know how you feel. I can see Bama going nine and three. That's just maybe that's my hot take for this year. But um, <laughs> I can see I can see a world where where Bama goes nine and three. Well, let's let's look at the schedule, shall we? Let's do it. <laughs> you, you know, let's let's look at that to kind of get an idea. Um, because I, I I thought of I thought long and hard about like what their schedule means for them this season. So here it is: September the second, first first game of the season. You take on Middle Tennessee. Um, I think they should take care that's, of that's them. That's gonna be a win. Yeah. It's the Texas game. That's 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 the one. That's an interesting game. I have Texas winning that one. Oh, really? I have Texas going going on the road, winning mm. at Alabama. <sighs> I I'll give you this ultimatum mm-hmm. since since we're uh, on the subject of it. Right now, I mean, me living out in the Austin, Texas area, I can kind of tell you right now the buzz going on with Arch Manning is astronomical. It's crazy too because we acting like Quinn ain't nobody. And Quinn <laughs> Quinn is nice. I know. That's not that's not me saying that Quinn's not going to start. <laughs> I know just... people I, I know there's some, some UT fans bringing the pitchforks out. They're about to come after me. It's okay. I understand, but like from what what we've been hearing back and forth, what going on with training camp, mm-hmm. Arch has been giving Quinn like a run for his money. I believe it. You can imagine I mean, those, those those are two NFL QBs. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like they're both going to be playing on Sundays. Mm-hmm. I think so. So. I mean, yeah, I, I just know we we both know if Quinn doesn't get injured in last year's game, Texas beats Alabama. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If he doesn't get injured in that game, Texas beats Alabama, and I feel like Quinn is going to lead this team into Tuscaloosa. I think they're going to win. That's, that's just that's just how I look at it, man. Hey, um. <laughs> re- revenge. Is a dish served cold. That's what I've always <laughs> heard. <laughs> so I look at that game. I look at also, of course, you know, they'll play LSU and I have LSU winning the West, so I had them losing to LSU. Okay. And I have them I have Tennessee winning. I know Texas A and M has notoriously, you know, has has given Bama some games. <laughs> I kind of want to see just how this this coach Petrino, how Bobby and and Jimbo coexist, how this works out, um, and, and how Bobby Petrino's offense looks. But um, I if it's one thing I do, I know how Tennessee's offense looks, and it is is high powered. So um, you can I I can understand if someone says A and M will will be can possibly beat Bama, and maybe you know it's Tennessee that loses. Me personally, I have it, you know, the other way right now. And, you know, if you lose to Texas, LSU, and either or with Tennessee and, and A&M, that's a 9-3 season in the regular season. <laughs> that's not good. That's a that's an elf. 
if you're an Alabama <laughs> fan. <laughs> like, oh. like you did not do well this semester. Like, you got to retake yeah. the classes over again. You know, next year might not be what tired fans want to hear, but this is this is a big season. I think everybody in the SEC knows that though. It's a big year for Bama. I think so. And you know, we're not even talking about um, both Ole Miss and Mississippi State are back to back for Alabama um, early in the season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They always play these teams later in the season. That's true. That's true. And you talked about Ole Miss. I mean, you know, you got Quinshawn Judkins. I mean, you got some – he's 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 the man, you know. So, we'll, we'll, you know, I'm pretty sure Lane, he's learned from his battles with, with old St. Nick. He would love to, to – Add his name to the list of some Ole Miss coaches that have uh, been able to get some some signature wins against Alabama. So, I mean, that's not going to be an easy matchup either. No, it's not. <laughs> not at all. Like, <sighs> like it's going to be fun, they, man. They they're gonna yeah they're gonna have to like come out the gate in this Middle Tennessee game and really show some strength. They cannot make that, make that be a sixty-three to zero joint. They don't need to be thirty-one to ten. It yeah. needs to be a sixty-three to nothing beatdown. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> last year they were playing around with who did they play. Did they play like New Mexico State last year and played around with them for like the first quarter. Like, granted, they were beating them, but there were there were some kinks in the armor. Mm-hmm. And it and it played out as the season continued. Yeah. So, who you who do you believe is probably you know your premier player in the conference? Premier player. Oh man, like we got so many different players. Um, right now I'm just going, um on the Arkansas roster and I'm thinking about KJ Jefferson. Um mm-hmm. I think he, he's really good. Um I think he's this is a big year for him. Mm-hmm. Um in, in terms of production. And I just I, I just like his size. I, I think he he shows me a lot of Dak Prescott, you know. I can see that, man. He's a leader. Wasn't really being checked for by the Mississippi schools and has gone to Arkansas and really, you know, made a name for himself. And you got him and Rocket. Yeah, Rocket Sanders. Uh, no, that's 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 a potent rushing attack. Mm-hmm. Crazy one-two punch. If Arkansas's defense is legit, who's to say they might not be able to have an 8-4, and 9-3 type of season? Absolutely. Um, so... That KJ is a good a good choice. Like I said, I'm, I'm I can't wait to see Harold Perkins again, man. Oh yeah, um, I'm big on him, and I think I think LSU can give Georgia a game if everything aligns. So we'll we'll see how uh, the season plays out. But um, that's is definitely Harold is the guy for me. And I mentioned Quinshawn before. I mean, mm-hmm. he took the he took the league by storm last year as a freshman. You yeah. know, if if Ole Miss has a crazy season where they mess around and go ten and two, I I guarantee you he's the reason why. Hey, this could be the year. 
Then look, this could be the year that Lane Kiffin just takes Ole Miss to the promised land. We we all didn't see it coming, and then y'all trolls us for weeks on end. <laughs> <laughs> so we will see. We will see. But um, I'm I, I love Judkins. I can't wait to. See. I can't wait till he comes out of college football and I can get him in the third round of my fantasy football drafts. I mean, he's he's going to be somebody that we – he's going to be having a, a solid career in the NFL too. I mean, you, you can just tell he's yeah. a Sunday player. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. He's he's really good. Um, One other person that, that, that I just do want to throw out there because I, I do think there's a lot of talent um, every year in the SEC. But um, mm-hmm. in, ter- in terms of players that I'm excited for, um, KJ is one. Um, Woody Marks. Um, oh, yes. Running back from Stop Mississippi Woody. State. Like, knowing, you know, now that um, that State's going to go into a different direction in terms of running right. the offense after um, the untimely passing of Mike Leach. Mm-hmm. Um I, I know the coaches there, Zach Arnett's talking about like we're gonna run the football. Like we're oh, yeah, going to be Barbe, he brought in the uh, bring in a more balanced offense for yeah. sure. Yeah. They're gonna run the football. They're gonna try to be much more aggressive on the ground and you know, if you're Woody Marks, you licking your chops right now. <laughs> Woody was a four star player coming out of high school. He has Absolutely. talent. And his name is Woody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? His nickname Woody. You don't you don't get uh nickname Woody if you can't run the football. <laughs> exactly. Sure. So he this could very well be a breakout year for him. He's always been a, a talented player. But mm-hmm. now with an increased role for sure, I can definitely see that. Absolutely. I I've and, No, you can all oh, you go. I was gonna say, um uh, you want you have another point on Woody? Oh no, I was just gonna say like people from, you know, the state of Georgia will um tell you about Woody Marks like like um he was a really good player in the state of Georgia and I think he think um UGA wanted wanted him at one point they had their eyes on him so it just yeah he's a good kid man someone that someone else I want to bring up too one more name on the defensive side of the ball is uh Deion Walker Mm. defensive tackle at Kentucky yeah really he he came in as a true freshman and really impressed. It was just a, a force in the interior of that D line for Kentucky, and Kentucky's defense, one of the best in the nation last year. That team, if they had, if they had the, the just a solid offense last year, that team goes nine and three mm-hmm. and could have maybe went ten and two, eleven and one if they had a good offense. I mean, that defense was top twenty in the nation total defense and the big reason why is they had Deion Walker right there in the interior and he's somebody that will be playing on Sundays and now another off with the offseason under his belt he's been able to kind of distribute that weight a little differently mm-hmm. um and a little more muscular got some of that baby fat off him <laughs> so this can be a year, man. If Kentucky has a big season in the East, 
I can guarantee you Deion Walker is a big reason why and what he brings in the interior. If you can get interior pass rush, that makes life hard for teams. If you can get pass rush up the gut. It does. So I'm I'm very um interested to see like the what's the next step, the next level up for Deion Walker, because he's already a guy that I know scouts in the NFL are salivating to to want, you know, to hopefully draft um that that crazy pass rushing, run stopping clog in the middle of a defense that just allows your linebackers and everybody else on the defense to just be loose and free when you have a fourth like him in the middle. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I I saw Walker last year, you know, watching him the Mississippi State game um, against Kentucky. And I think he was (laughs) he was causing havoc. (laughs) that game um the whole defense was um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah that i am very much um excited to also see how kentucky um overall just juggles with um being productive offensively but how they mm-hmm. can stay strong defensively as well so yeah sure. it's yeah it's um yeah, it was a, a lot, a lot that we had had um, learned from SEC media days, just from all of the coaches and how um, excited that they are about the season. So you know, we mm-hmm. definitely have to see how things play out, and um, you know, it could be totally on par with what we're talking about right now, or it can be, you know, definitely um. A, a different direction. Someone could just, you know, shoot out of a cannon and just become um, really good. You know, it's. I mean, we. You never know, man. You never know. This is, this is college football. So, this is college football. Um, unpredictable. Unpredictable for sure. Unpredictable for sure. Um, anything else you want to hit on with uh, the, the college football? Speaking of college football, the, the, the upcoming game? Um, n- not not necessarily from um, f- from the SEC, of course. Um, that's I think we're I think we pretty much have um, what what we feel like is going to be, you know, very competitive from from everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's gonna be another great year. I mean, interested to see what you know how South Carolina looks. Coach Shane Beamer, you know, can he continue that momentum from last year? You mm-hmm. know, um, how does Kentucky bounce back? Mark Stoops, they had a tough season when everybody had high expectations for Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Will Mississippi State continue to defy the odds and everybody predict them to be last in the West? I feel like they're gonna be an eight and four ball club. I think personally. so. I, I so I think so. It's, it's, there's a lot of storylines. Yeah, so it's a lot. It, it, it's a lot. Uh, they didn't even mention Spencer, Spencer Rattler, and I, I really like Spencer Rattler last year. So. Yeah, that's right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, there's there's a world where he's the best quarterback in the conference this year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's man, the SEC man, the gift that just keeps on giving. The gift that keeps on giving. That's that's the reason why we love it. Um, we love. 
love all conferences, of course. But um, we do, we do, we love, we love college football, but we we hold a, a special place in our hearts for that. I mean, we just keep it real. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it just means more. You know? it, it just means more. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> oh man, but um, but yeah, we'll um, we'll wrap up on some uh, other topics. Um, we don't have much longer before we before we wrap up the show. Um, want to go over real quick on that AP top twenty five. Um, okay. Yeah. Just see what your what your thoughts are on it. Um, we got um, number one, of course, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Two Michigan, three Ohio State. Um, number four is Alabama. Number five, LSU. Those are your top five. Uh, what do top you think five, about that? Yeah, top five. I mean, looks standard, looks good. Michigan, they bring back a lot of talent, and they they dominated in the portal. Yeah. So I mean, um, no surprise there. Mm-hmm. Um, top five looks good. You know, I don't think it'll be a top five when the season's said and done, but. Never. I mean, it, you know, but and when it comes to your standard, you know, preseason top five, everything looks good. You know, SC coming in at uh, see, one, two, three, four. Is SC at seven or six? Um, USC at six. At six, yeah. USC at six. You know, big on Caleb Williams, mm-hmm. so um, should be a big year for them. I think Texas has a chance to be your best bet for a team that can exceed where they are currently ranked to be at. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm big on Texas this year, so yeah. we, we'll, we'll see. Um, I think Kansas State has a chance to uh, to, to disappoint. Uh, hey, keep keep your eyes out on, on, on um, K-State. You know, they made it all the way to the um, Big 12 championship last year. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see how they – I know. I'm curious to see how how they perform now with expectations. Yeah. I know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, we'll, we'll see. Um, Oklahoma coming in at 20. I know they had the talent. Mm-hmm. But we'll see is – uh. Can 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 coach um, Venables, you know? Can he turn it around? Is is it going to work? This is a big year, man. It's a big year for Oklahoma. Yeah, Especially you 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 can have another down year going into the SEC. So right, that's going to be that's going to be fun to watch. Exactly. Interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, this this is it's, look at Tulane too getting some respect. Um. I know. <laughs> yeah, I had that big game against USC. Beat Caleb yeah. Williams. Yep, and <laughs> Who I, knew? I want to say <laughs> Ole Miss plays them early in the season, too. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. Good. Let, 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 I, I'm see. pretty sure. Yeah, if, if second game of the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's going to be a game. At Tulane. <laughs> that's going to be a game. <laughs> um, that place will be sold out. That's that's definitely going to be interesting. So, I like I like the top twenty five so far, man. It's it's 
it's going to be a fun, fun season. Everything looks solid. Penn State, another team to look out for, man. There's a world where they win the Big Ten. Yep. Everybody talks about Ohio State, Michigan. Don't sleep on Penn State either. Don't. Never, never sleep on Penn State because usually when you do, that's when they do the unthinkable <laughs> and they just start beating people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when so. you have, you know, those expectations with Penn State, I, I know Penn State fans will probably tell you the same thing. Um, that's when they'll like lose a game that they do not supposed to lose. And then next right. thing you know, they're, you know, on the outside looking in end of things but um but yeah yeah that's um that is your your top five and i'll just name them off just um for everyone um listening to the show so usc at six penn state seven florida state eight clemson at nine washington um who i'm excited for uh michael Penix jr um i think it's going to be really really good i enjoyed watching him last season so um Texas at 11, Tennessee 12, Notre Dame 13. Be interesting to see what they do um, coming into this season. Um, Utah 14, Oregon 15, K-State 16, TCU 17, um, Oregon State 18. Oregon State, you know, that was a team that was really um, – um, shocking to see do so well last year. Like they really, mm-hmm. you know, came out the gate, was not playing around with anyone. <laughs> right, right. So I, I look for I look for them to um, build off of what they did last year. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, they're they're in at eighteen, of course. Um, Wisconsin nineteen, Oklahoma twenty, North Carolina twenty one, Ole Miss twenty two. A and M twenty three maybe uh, the Associated Press knows something that we don't know right now <laughs> with A and M. We'll see, man. They, the, the, the talent is there. It's just a matter can you know can can Coach uh, Petrino can his system make it come to life. You know, yeah, uh, and, and will Jimbo really relinquish play calling duties and let Bobby do his thing. Right. That's what I think it boils down to. It's no secret. No, we all, we, we, we watched the same games last year. <laughs> <laughs> we, we saw it all. <laughs> that team was not good. Even with the amount of talent, talent that they had, it just weren't good. It just wasn't. It was, it was I think it was uh, safe to say a system problem. So yeah, we'll see, man. Absolutely. So um, so yeah, um, a number twenty three, Tulane twenty four, and Iowa making it at twenty five. So that's your AP top twenty five, folks. So um, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what um, see how this plays out. For sure. All right, so that leaves us to probably one of the last um, topics that I just want to kind of go over, um, and that is um, the college football video game. 
Chris, are you excited to play I mean, this game yeah, part, next, next year? Part of me is, and then the other part, I believe, is made by EA, right? Yeah. Man, I'm, I'm not excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> it, enlighten me. <laughs> EA, EA, they just... They, they, they haven't made good games lately, man. You know. <laughs> yay, yay, yay. The new, the new Mad just dropped, and it ain't it. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, yeah, we, I, I don't have high expectations. I'm going to play it just because of the nostalgia. Of college football is back, but mm. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, it's, um, it's definitely not the best. Um, experience playing Madden, but on the bright side, um, EA has, you know, in the past made good college football games. So I, I don't see why they would like mess this up. Although you would hope they wouldn't mess. This I up. mean, this is your your you coming back to the yeah. forefront. So mm-hmm. you would hope. But I'm 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 prepared for the worst. It might be a copy and paste of Madden and just slap college football jerseys on the players. Oh my gosh! It's it's um I I really don't hope that happens, but it's gonna be interesting to see. You, you gotta you gotta. I'm just being realist. You gotta be prepared for the worst, man. This this is. This is EA we talking about. When's the last the last Madden you just was like, man, that was fire. The last Madden? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um. Probably ten. See what I'm saying? So that's 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 my thoughts. Um. But yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm excited about the college football game. Of course, it's been through its you know its ups and downs, but. Um, head developer at EA did say that um, they were looking for the game to um, come out um, next summer. Um, so before the, it. the street start need of the football it. season. I know. The streets need it. That's right. The streets need it, man. <laughs> I need to get back on my – I need to get on my little cousin's head top. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, 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 they used to play Madden. I'm about to show what we, how we really used to get down. That was on NCAA. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like the, the community has, like, they've really supported 14, uh, which was the last college football game a lot. But um, it's, it's happy to, I'm, I'm happy to see um, them bring it back. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, give college football fans, you know, a quality football game that they can love. I know Madden is having having its own issues right now. But, um, right. you know, a lot of people did um, play the college football game a Definitely. lot. So it's going to be interesting um, to see. It's going to be nice and get the, the online dynasty modes going. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Offer my recruits some NIL money so they'll come to my school. Because <laughs> you know they're going to implement that in. <laughs> you got to. You got to. And if they don't, they're doing it wrong. So exactly. They're doing it all it's, wrong. It's it's going to be a, a fun time, for sure. For sure. We'll have fun with it. We'll make the most of the game. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah. Um, but but yeah, man, that's um that's all uh, of the topics that um I think we had time to talk about today. Um, yeah, it's, it's great to to do this again with you, my friend. I know it's been a long yes, time sir. coming, and I'm busy. It's been awesome though, man. This this is fun. Yeah, man. Well, um, before before we head out, uh, where can the people find you, Chris? Man, you can find me on X, <laughs> form, formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> the bird is gone. The bird is gone. You can find me on X at Chris underscore Bolton underscore 12. And follow me on Instagram at Chris.Bolton underscore. Um, and just get at me on there. You know, we'll be, we'll be, I can't even say tweeting it up. We'll be, we'll be. We'll be zeeting it up. Oh, Lord. <laughs> We'll 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 talk about all the sports, but especially college football and everything for sure. You, yeah. Got any um ideas or just thoughts? Get at your boy, and we can have us a discussion. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And for me, um, you can find me as well on um the app formerly known as Twitter, now X. <laughs> um. Not to be confused with Degeneration X, but you can follow me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can follow me on X at Listen to KSW. Um, it's at Listen to KSW, all one handle, so no spaces or anything. And um, yeah, yeah, you can um definitely chime in, and um, we can definitely talk about sports on there. But um yeah guys, um appreciate y'all listening to the show again. Um hopefully we'll be back um next week to talk about week zero in um college football. We got a couple games coming up next Saturday, so um yeah, that'll be great. Get some previews in, start talking about some, some matchups. Yes, yes. About time. I've been waiting. <laughs> but all right y'all um that's the end of the show um appreciate y'all listening and um we'll talk to you guys next week peace peace